Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. And I'm Rich, Rich Homeris. Now, from the heroic national cheering in England of Olympic victory at the 1924 Games in Paris to virtual obscurity in China, Eric Little set his eyes on his greater calling to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who have not heard this life-saving message in the Far East. Pastor Eric Eichinger, author of the book, The Final Race, is our guest. He shares some of the wonderful insights he discovered while writing this biography about Eric Little. What are some things that you're hoping that readers will take away from reading your book, The Final Race? Well, I think of thinking about what does it look like to take our faith seriously? You know, when push comes to shove, when the rubber hits the road, when we have these tough life decisions to make, what does it look like to truly have Christ first in our life, to truly have other people next in our life, and to put ourselves in the back seat? Because oftentimes we want to put ourselves first, and, it, and it's really challenging. Also, just inspiring ways of, of living the obedient life and not just shackled under the law of God, but finding the joy of, of living out God's will and His Word and uh, loving to share the gospel to others. So, you know, as Christians, we're all part of the priesthood of all believers. And, and I, I find myself, too, sometimes, you know, I think, you know, people always say, well, what would Jesus do? And sometimes I find myself like, well, what would Eric Little do in this situation? This is kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> And so an earlier title that I had for the book was actually uh, Quiet Example, Roaring Faith. And so oh, yes. he, he wasn't this out loud, you know, trying to get the microphone all the time and use his platform as much as he could. But he quietly went about his way, and yet he had this roaring faith that we're still talking about him so many, so many years later. So, you know, God can use us even in the, the smallest little quiet ways uh, for, for big things. Sure. Yes. Now, when you started off on this journey to write this book, you were influenced by the uh, the movie Chariots of Fire, and then you uh, took off and you were able to uh, start meeting some of the people and walking in the footsteps of uh, Eric Little. How did writing this book affect you as the author? Well, it definitely um, it inspires me to, to do my best in terms of, you know, everything that I try to set out and do. I want to be able to my best and not just do a ton of things halfway. And so you have to be careful in terms of how much you take on and being able to have your word mean what you say it means. Another thing is loving your enemies. And, you know, when you're in this World War II situation and you had opportunities to have a gun or or be in war and, and to act out in different ways. And of course, our, our Christian civil responsibilities, you know, we, we can speak to that. But, but he, did, he went in different routes to demonstrate loving enemies and what that looks like. And so, um, so th- those are just some of the interesting takeaways I, I took from that because we all have difficult people that we have to interact with and difficult times in life. And so uh, to, to really think and pray on these situations and these people and how can Christ work through me 
in this situation to, uh, to resolve these things. Right. What is something maybe that stands out to you? You've shared some, but something else that um, was part of his life and his walk that influenced you in your own walk with the Lord? Well, uh, I'll tell you, he was very devoted to waking up and reading the scriptures first thing every morning. Even even when he was in the prison camp, he would he would turn on and light this little peanut oil lamp and just read that in some of those quiet moments of, of the morning when no one else is up. And, and it's your little quiet time, your little hiding place, yes. and to be able to have that. So uh, when I when I was in China, particularly, I would do that. I would I lived there for two years, and that was uh, just getting up and having that half an hour or hour or or sometimes just five or ten minutes, just depending on the on the day. But try to getting into that that normal routine of reading through the Bible in a year, um, and I, I did that both the years that I was there. And so just having that discipline of the the formula to the morning to the day. And then Eric Little would also kind of talk about like people would ask him about something, and it might you know feel conflicted or or what you know, what decision are we going to make? And he would say, well, now quiet, quiet down. Let, let me think and pray on this for a moment. And just having these little conversations with God in mm-hmm. prayer at any time in the day, at any moment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I like to call it little, little inside jokes with God because they're <laughs> in prayer. You know, it's, it's always, it's always constant. You don't have to be kneeling with the, you know, the head bowed and the, and the hands folded necessarily. Uh, it can be anywhere and, and God can, can bring, things into you know across across your path during the day that you were reading about that morning or praying about and it's just this ongoing conversation with God so that was kind of one of my big takeaways of, of how Eric little lived his life and and how I see it kind of playing out in my own as well yes and you found that it was uh, really helpful to your your day and and just your Christian walk in general oh definitely yeah mm-hmm. when you uh, when you have the scriptures read first or devotions or, or prayer, it's just, it's a wonderful check-in time with God, a seed thought uh, for the day, for the morning. And, and it, it carries on through the day. And, and when you don't, when you don't get that, when you're in that habit and that pattern, uh, you, you get a little cranky, you know, just something just feels off. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, so it, it's nice. Prayer and a devotional time in God's Word is a wonderful way to start one's day. And we'll return to our talk with Pastor Eichinger in just a moment, so stay with us. Yes, you're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby. And if you're enjoying this feature, we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast. To find out more or to contact us with your comments or questions, just go to Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's Bobby spelled with an I, dot com. Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, or tweet us on Twitter. You can also listen to us on a smart speaker if you have one by simply saying, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Now let's return to our talk with Pastor Eichinger and learn more about Eric Little. Another thing too, on you know his devotion to Sunday um, and, the, and the Sabbath, and he, he took that to a, a level of seriousness that even a lot of Christians today might not necessarily understand. But one one thing he wrote was when you 
stop doing a lot of things on Sundays that you normally do every other day. Not only do you get the rest, but it increases the value of the things you do on the other six days. So whatever it is that you're going to sacrifice and not do on Sunday as, as the Sabbath day of rest, you just enjoy when you do get to do those opportunities on those other six days all the more, as opposed to it just being a, a sacrifice and a suffering. It, it actually increases value and appreciation uh, as well. Yes. yes. And you know, when he uh, took that step of faith uh, there at the Olympics, his, uh, his main race was the 100 meters, but yet uh, the race that he was going to run in was the 400 meters, which um, he was not uh, a person that was looked at as a uh, potential winner in that race, but yet trusting in the Lord and his ways, he came through uh, magnificently following through and winning that race. A lot of people, too, that are not track and field runners or sprinters don't always understand just exactly what happened there. And and Sherry Tafire takes a little creative license in that. And like, oh, he was going to do the 100, and then he didn't realize until the next day or that week that it was going to be on a Sunday, and so it was this quick change. And, and they do that for, for the dramatic appeal. In real life, Eric knew that the preliminaries of the 100 were going to be on Sunday a good six months to eight months before. Mm. So he knew and stated he wasn't going to do that well well ahead. But then the 400 was available, and he was going to train for that. So he did have time to train. However, there are few 100-meter sprinters that can make the jump to the 400 and not only compete well enough, but to, to win <laughs> and break yes. the world record. That's truly extraordinary and and yeah some divine intervention of, of blessing going on there sure do you have any plans to expand the story uh by making a film out of it or using it in other ways well yeah i, I wrote a screenplay originally of eric little's life along the way i've connected with a, a screenwriter by the name of howie klossner howie howie did uh, space cowboys with with clint eastwood and he's done um he did one of the big rewrites on the Soul Surfer movie, and he's done, done a, a wide variety of things. And he's always loved the Chariot of Fire thing, too, and we've been able to resonate and connect on, on this particular story. And so I've been working with him for a while and uh, getting the script just right because there's been a number of efforts to try to get a Chariot of Fire sequel out there in Hollywood over the years, but it never quite gets done. It's just, it's always a little too period piece or the timing isn't right or the, or, or, or what have you. So we're taking a little bit of a, of a different approach on that, not a pure period piece, but more of a, how Eric Little influenced people in, in this generation. And so kind of looking at how that legacy, that relay baton of, of faith gets passed from one generation to the next. And so uh, he didn't just have an effect in the Olympics and all those people, but still to this day, uh, we're talking about him and people are fascinated to read about him. And uh, I hope uh, one day that they'll be fascinated to watch another movie about how he influences people and shares the faith. Yes, and these days all you hear about is influencers. So people should be very interested in that. So how do people listening get your book? Is it available in audio format as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's on it's on Amazon, so it's in hardcover and, and uh, trade paperback. There is an audio version as well, and then it's been in Barnes and Nobles uh, the last year and a half. Uh, but also, if people uh, head to my website, uh, ericikinger.com, 
um, they can uh, purchase them there, and I can sign them, personalize them, and send them out as well. So, and uh, there's there's a lot of different different updates there of other projects, and and uh, and uh, and perhaps a, a movie project as well. Very exciting, very exciting, and I'm glad it's already out because I want to go grab a copy. <laughs> so thank you, and yes. we should let people know that in the close, we will let them know that information again. Yes. Now, uh, Pastor, could you close us out in prayer as we uh, close out this uh, talk together? Yes, I can. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the life of Eric Little. We thank you how you used him uh, and how uh, that ripple effect of, of faith uh, continues to expand today. Uh, and that so many missionaries that uh, came before him that inspired and influenced him and, uh, and how he uh, continues uh, to influence uh, other people. We ask God that you, uh, that you also bless uh, uh, Rich and Bobby in their ministry uh, as they uh, also are influencing and sharing uh, your good news of truth. All this we entrust into your care, and in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to find out more about obtaining a copy of Pastor Eichinger's book, The Final Race, just go to his website at, and this is a mouthful, ericichinger.com. So I'm going to spell it for you. It's Eric, E-R-I-C, followed by his last name, Eichinger, E-I-C-H-I-N-G-E-R.com. That's one word, ericichinger.com. The book is published by Tyndale and is available online or at most book outlets. And also, the book is available in an audio format. You've been listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Also, if you've missed one or would like to refer someone to hear our podcast, just go to connectionswithrichandbobby.com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby, and Bobby is spelt with an I, dot com. Also, all of our contact information is there as well. Now, if you have a smart speaker, you can also hear it there by simply saying, play the podcast, Connections with Rich and Bobby. And you may join us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This is Connections, connecting with one another, as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby. Bobby.